Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sergeant says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good
afternoon and welcome. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every afternoon, 4 to 6. Well, great day. Remember, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, uh, on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1, and, of course, ericasher.com. Our podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. And, of course, uh, you can check that out at your leisure. Normally, the show is posted about 20 minutes after the program ends. Today, we uh, have the 500th uh, show of uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, our 500th edition. Uh, Mike Dettilia was my guest. Uh, that happened at 1 o'clock this afternoon. If you missed it, uh, really, really touching show. Had um, uh, Will, Will uh, my uh, director, had some great things that uh, he did for me. Uh, again, uh, Mike was fantastic as well. And uh, it was really one um, that really really tugged at my heart. A lot of our uh, my colleagues, again, chimed in on a video. Uh, if you get a chance, check it out tonight, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We'll have it up on our social media platforms this evening, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. And thank you, Rudy. Thank you for that uh, round of applause. It was uh, – it really is gratifying. 500 shows, television, and, of course, approaching 5,000 shows on the radio. So looking forward to that as well. Uh, Gary Smith will join us in just a couple minutes. We've got to catch up on Tulane. He's been on vacation for a couple weeks, so we haven't had a chance to have him. And been a lot going on between baseball and football. We'll get into that with him in just a couple minutes. Also, uh, we're going to be joined by Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. He will join us at uh, 4.35 this afternoon. We'll talk about the possibility of the SEC expanding. We'll talk about SEC media days, and we'll talk about the LSU Law football team as well. Alec Sell the Bird Rights will join us at 5.35. It's uh, official. Well, not really official, but pretty much official. Pelicans announced today that on Tuesday uh, they will introduce Willie Green as their next head coach. That's a press conference at 11 o'clock. I'm sure it's going to be out at the uh, Pelicans facility on airline. Uh, that will coincide with uh, what's going on with um, – uh, Saints practice. So we'll uh, we'll uh, talk about uh, that with Ali Cassell, and of course we'll put a bow on the um, put a bow on on the finals. Today's program brought to you by my friends over at Oceana Grill. Oceana Grill, uh, also Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, and of course, this hour is brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, we're voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor, a place where you can go to enjoy a great meal with friends, hanging out uh, with with your family, or again. Watching the game. And I'm telling you, when I say watching the game, I'm talking 30-plus TV screens all over the restaurant. You won't miss a play, and I promise you won't miss a play because even if you have to get up and go to the bathroom, they got TVs in the bathroom for you. You will literally never miss a play. Uh, it is the uh, Bobby Abrest Cajun Cannon Restaurant is a unique restaurant. It's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. And, look, when they say sports culture, I'm talking about memorabilia uh, that is one-of-a-kind items. It's like a museum. Uh, at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. You could literally do a tour of, of the memorabilia. It's incredible. And, of course, a mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Uh, amazing cocktails, incredible beer selection. Uh, they're open um, uh, seven days a week for lunch and dinner. 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. And, of course, you can order online or find out everything you need to know about Bobby A. Bear's over at bobbyabears.com. Again, uh, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Yeah, you're right. All right, uh, let's uh, head to the guest line. Joining us on the program, fresh off vacation. I had to get him to go bone up on everything that's going on Tulane. He just got back today. 
And you know, you know, he must be a friend if he's jumping on the program the day he gets back from vacation. Uh, but again, love having Gary Smith on our program. He is the foremost expert on what's happening with Tulane Athletics. Uh, his, way, his website, The Wave Report, if you're, a, if you're a Wave fan, you call yourself a Tulane fan, you got to be on The Wave Report because you're getting information first before anybody else. And, of course, he writes for The Advocate and NOLA.com. Gary, welcome back to New Orleans, my friend. Yep. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite back there yet. I'm driving I'm a passenger Uh-oh. in a car in Lafayette on the way back to New Orleans. My 7-, 18-day vacation opus is, is almost to an end, <laughs> um, but clear skies right now, so no problem doing, doing the show. And, and I figured it might be time because I woke up yesterday morning to an email from somebody telling me that I needed to get my lazy butt, you know, <laughs> I didn't use the word butt, back, and where was the two-lane coverage, and how could this be, how was this not acceptable? I had to send the guy an email back that, you know, I get paid by the story. So I have a pretty good yes. incentive <laughs> to, to write to stories, write, but I, I did take a break. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. I, we, my, my wife's family hadn't been together for more than a year. We took a long vacation to Denver. We did a car ride because their parents weren't comfortable with us flying mm-hmm. on a plane in the COVID situation. When we made reservations, we had a wonderful time, but, I, but I'm, I'm ready to get back to work and uh, can't wait. Um, we're exactly 44 days away now from Tulane season opener against Oklahoma. Um, in what will be by far the biggest opponent that, that set foot in, uh, in, at, at Yeoman Stadium since its opening in 2014. So it, it, it's exciting. Well, I really owe you, my brother. Not, not only are you, again, calling me after vacation, you're calling me on your, en route from your vacation. So thank you very much for that. Man, look, first of all, let's talk some baseball. Uh, yeah. Tulane had more players drafted than any other school in, in the state. Was it a total of five that, that were drafted? Uh, well, give us the update on that. Yeah, they did, and they didn't um, – and they're losing everybody that was that was there. All their current players that were drafted are gone. I think that the big blow was 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 Jack Aldrich. Um, I think they were expecting him to come back and be the linchpin of their 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 weekend rotation next year. He got drafted in the very last round, <laughs> um, and if he had not been picked, he would have come back. And he was picked. He just he he they, he actually got a pretty hefty signing bonus for somebody. Um, in the round he was drafted, so so he's departing. So Tulane's rotation next year will be basically their weekend rotation will be totally new. That that seems tough. Of course, two years ago that was the same situation. They managed to bring in Mr. Braden Altoff and 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 Jack Aldrich and uh, and and end up having a, a very successful year that got ended by the COVID situation. So it it, it looks bleak on paper, but you, you never know. Um, they they. Yeah, they seem they've done a pretty good job in the last two years with their pitching staff. But yeah, they they didn't they did not expect to lose Jack Aldrich because he doesn't he doesn't have a heater. He doesn't throw ninety miles an hour. He's he's a pitcher's pitcher, and usually those guys often those guys don't get drafted, especially with the shortened draft that they still had this year. So so that was a little disappointing for them. Um, but they they did get good news that they, they, a player that was drafted in the twelfth round. Uh, out of high school, has already said he's coming to Tulane. He, he, he's not signing, so and he's he, he's an outfielder slash pitcher. Um, they 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 need a good class coming in, and and on paper it looks like they will have a good class coming in. And, and again, I think one of the thing, one of the fans' frustrations with me um, being out of town is that there's this misperception, and we, we've addressed it many times in the show. People were mm-hmm. expecting Travis Jewett to get to get fired or something yes. written about that, and it was never an issue. People, and I, again, I'm not I'm not arguing with anybody. I'm not trying to tell people how to think. But what I am saying is that it was never under consideration. You can take that how you, people can take that as they want, but this was not a controversial issue for Troy Dannon. 
going in. Um, they, he, he never considered firing um, Travis Jewett after the offseason. So there was just there was just nothing there. And I do get the contract situation. I admit I, I have not I have never been able to pin down um, the contract extension. But you got to figure yes. he got a contract extension because <laughs> he uh, from from all evidence he would have been going into his last year, and you, you don't right. have that situation. But the deal is they don't. That, Again, take it as you want it. I understand people's frustration, but in, in Troy Dannon's viewpoint, there's no issue with 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 Travis Jewett, and he's not, and he was never on the verge of, of being fired based on the season results this year. Five players taken in the Major League Baseball draft is a testament to yeah. the um, to the program. Yeah. Whether they, whether again, uh, people like yeah. him, don't like him, don't think that again he's progressed the program like it mm-hmm. should. Uh, when Major League Baseball is tapping into your players and drafting them, that says something about the state of the program. Yeah, it does. And again, they would have, you never know, but it sure looked like they were going to make a regional last year before the season, before the season ended that way. They were sitting there at 15 and two. They were looking really good. Braden also looked like the best pitcher in the country. And yeah, I didn't, he, he, he was drafted. And I believe the, the, the fifth round in, the, in this draft and, and Colin Burns shortstop, a guy that was not a big recruit to Tulane um, locally from, from Dallas Al, the coaches developed him into an all around excellent player. But, Look, the, I, I agree. The baseline for, for success in college baseball is making a regional, and they haven't done that. So I understand the frustration. But there are signs. They, they, they have developed players. Colin Burns, again, by, by the end of this year, I mean, this is a guy drafted in the fifth round that nobody thought was – I mean, that was not on anybody's radar, basically, going into, going into the season. Um, he, he had a tremendous year at the plate. He suddenly developed power after after almost having no home runs in his career. Um, he's an excellent fielder. So there are good signs. I agree. They, there's a concerns. This is a team that when you look at them on paper, they probably should have made a regional this year. Um, they just they, <laughs> they 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 didn't get it done. They they had at alternate times they had pitching issues when their staff was broke. They, they went to Cincinnati and, and, and laid an egg on the road. There were other times when they had hitting issues, but, but then again, you look at it, they had a freshman catcher in Bennett Lee hitting over 400, got injured, missed the last 10 games of the year. Very good chance they would have been a regional team if, Mr. if, if Bennett Lee hadn't gotten hurt. <laughs> Gary Smith of the Wave Report and com is our guest. Gary, let's shift to, to the football team. First, before we talk about the football team, let's talk about the uh, possible uh, uh, expansion of the SEC with maybe Oklahoma and, yeah. and, um, and Texas going into that conference, which, again, I think will begin to start an arms race within, the, yeah. uh, within college football once again, where conferences are going to start to expand to try to match the SEC. That is going to, again, shrink the group of five probably mm-hmm. at some point. The question yeah. is, where's Tulane in all this? Look, Troy right. Dannon, uh, you know, if you're going to make your money, you make your money right now and try to maybe mm-hmm. get into one of those bigger conferences as they expand. Yeah, we've been in this lull period where there hadn't been a whole lot going on with major conference switches. I'm a little skeptical of that, but it's definitely a possibility. And if it happens, that's a game changer and you hit it on the head because so much for the Big 12 if that happens. It's not a relevant conference anymore. Then then they're scrambling. Tulane's scrambling. Everybody's scrambling to try to, to, to you know, to, with, the, with the leftovers, um, trying to get into the what would be – there would be a Big Four and then another league that would be the, the, the fifth-best league. Um, You're right. That that that's a huge deal. Tulane has there was nothing that was going to change in the current setup. Um, as long as the Big Five Power Five stays the same, there was really nowhere for Tulane to to go. I know people are hoping that they would get into the Big Twelve the last time and it, it expanded yes. stuff like that. That really wasn't that a realistic a possibility. Um, but if this happens, 
you're right, everything changes, and then everybody's scrambling, and it is. It, 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 who the athletic director is, where the state of the program is, all of that is, is just tremendously important if that comes to fruition. You would think, now look, the two conferences that you would think automatically would be the ACC, mm-hmm. especially if you kind of going, when you look at yep. it from, uh, you know, again, just matching up with schools that have a mm-hmm. high educational standard. And then, of course, what's left of the Big 12 and what that will look like after the dust settles. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I just <laughs> I, I just I, that would be that would be a, a terrific scenario for Tulane. I just don't think it's realistic at this point that the ACC would would, would extend an offer um, regardless of what the conference situations were. But I do think um, I think Tulane would have a, I mean, right now Tulane's in the best conference. It's not a Power Five league, um, and and I think Tulane would. With the success the football teams had the last few years, um, with the possibility of success in basketball, um, with Ron Hunter down down the road, maybe as early as next year, Tulane could put itself in good position to be in whatever the the, the best league is. It's not one of the one of the top four if, if if the Big Twelve went by the wayside or if the Big Twelve stayed around and 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 added new teams. Right. Let's put it this way: Tulane's in a heck of a lot better position now than it was at any time under yes. its form <laughs> um, before before the hiring of Willie Fritz, because mm-hmm. Tulane was a, a program basically in tatters because its football team was was so bad for so long that it just didn't have any any cachet nationally. And obviously, there has to be a next step. They need to compete for a conference championship. But the way that Tulane is perceived outside of Louisiana because of Willie Fritz is night and day to what it was before. Before, sure. it just nobody, nobody even, even thought about Tulane. And, and, and now you see national prognostications that Tulane could have a breakthrough season, even though the schedule says it's going to be very difficult this year. Right. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me throw one at you from left field here. Yeah. What about the possibility, with, again, when the dust settles, the American adding teams and maybe, again, yeah, getting better and getting becoming a better conference, uh, a conference that has more oomph, not just in football, but yeah. across the board? That's, that's the other possibility, because right now, the, if, if that's the way it ended up being, the American right now is by far and away the best of the non-power leagues. It's not even close um, between it and any other conference, and that is a, that is a possibility. It's a big gap to fill, though, because yeah, what is it? In the, in the latest TV contract, I think the American teams are making about $7 million dollars a year mm-hmm. um and and every other league is making like five times as much as that for each for each sure. team so it, it, it's a big leap it's a big leap forward but the american is definitely in the best position of the other conferences to do that and, and it would be if the big 12 fell apart sure that would that would absolutely be a possibility for the american to add some quality teams and and position itself pretty well it still still wouldn't be on the level of the the, the biggest conferences but it would certainly be in a better position and it may not Look, money's always going to matter tremendously, but if a new playoff format comes with more college football playoff teams and, the, and these leagues get access to it, it's not quite as big a deal as it was before, but, but we'll have to wait and see. There's, there's a, lot of, a lot of open-ended stuff, and, and definitely if, if every, but everything is going to change dramatically, obviously, if, if, no doubt. if Oklahoma and Texas end up in the, in the SEC. Gary Smith is with us again from the Wave Report, Noel.com, the Times Picayune, and the Advocate. We take a quick break. We come back. Uh, Jack and River Ridge is hanging on. We'll grab a, fo- a phone call. Also, ask him a little bit about the football team. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If the AC goes down, I don't want you to sweat it, folks. Don't get angry. Don't kick the dog. Don't get upset. Look, call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate certified technicians, only doing the work that's necessary. We'll never gouge you, never cheat you. I can promise you that. I put my rep on it. 
okay? And, of course, with Burkhart, taking care of your customers, making sure, again, you feel like family. When you walk out the door, you're going to say, man, look, I'm happy that I had Burkhart come in and take care of this situation for me. Burkhart will be there. Again, answering the phone 24-7, AC breaks down. Call Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by SmartMouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. If you talk to someone and they jump back because of your breath, you need SmartMouth, the 24-hour mouthwash. You want to turn heads, but not like that. SmartMouth is the only mouthwash that can provide 24-hour fresh breath when used twice a day. Pick up a bottle of SmartMouth today or visit SmartMouth.com. Be mindful of delays that are heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway westbound, look out for backups from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal, picking back up from Bonneville to Veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. 
brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Curry. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open seven days a week. Oceana's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but all the rest of the restaurants are open for lunch and dinner. Get on out and enjoy a meal at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Gary Smith is our guest. Let's head to the, to the phone line, 260-1061. Uh, let's head out. Uh, Jack in River Ridge joins us. Hey, Jack. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Um, I, I had a couple questions about what y'all were talking about and then one about name, name image, and likeness. First Go of ahead. all, um, do y'all see uh, Division One, which has about 130 teams now, dividing in uh, at least two and maybe three groups? Gary? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's certainly a possibility. I, that's another one I've been – we've been hearing about this for years, that the, the, the big boys were going to break off from the, from the smaller <laughs> from the, from the, from the smaller conferences, and, 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 it, and it, it's never – there's never really been a lot of momentum for that, even despite all the talk. Now you're, now you're hearing a lot more talk about it. I think it's possible, but <laughs> it, tradition seems to matter in the NCAA, and it's hard – I mean, it, it, it's been a – I mean, this guy. I heard this talked about like 30 years ago, honestly, mm-hmm. and and nothing's happened on that front. I definitely think there's a better chance of it now than there ever has been before. Um, but 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 we'll we'll see. Um, the, the model that they have right now has worked pretty well for the big boys. They're they're not they're not hurting for cash <laughs> or money, and they're going to make a lot more in the next playoff structure when, when that's changed. So there's also some concern about changing about changing when when you're pretty successful the way it's going. But I do think that the momentum for that is, is there's a better chance of that now than, than there ever has been. But, man, yeah. have I been hearing about the inevitable split from the top teams from the rest for a long time now. You know, we're in well, uncharted think, territory right now okay. uh, when, when you start talking about uh, name, image, and likeness. So, again, I, we don't know what the future of, of, again, college athletics is going to look like in a year from now, five years from now, a decade from yeah. now. Uh, and that, and that, that is the, the, that's the situation. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, when, when you look at what's going on with, with uh, these big conferences, we've seen it once before. This is just the evolution of college uh, athletics. Uh, we'll see how it works out again. But it does, though, is, again, you have more of a, of a gap between the have and have-nots. And, that, and that's not something that you look for in, in, what, in a quote-unquote amateur athletics. Go ahead, right. your, your next question. Well, what I was going to say is I think that's part of what's driving the Oklahoma-Texas talk because mm-hmm. they see this happening and they want to be on the right side of it. I mean, they, they're going to be in the top part of it anyway. But, but okay, guys, just for, just for the sake of argument, let's say it does split into two. Would you rather see Tulane in, in, in the top part that's playing for, the, for big money, but essentially they're the Vanderbilt of a, you know, they're like Vanderbilt is in the SEC, where they're just a win on somebody's uh, slate, but they're getting a big check every year. Would you rather well, see What would you like would you to see? see? You're, you're, you're the yeah. fan. I mean, you're a Tulane field. You, are, you, you bleed olive green uh, and blue. What would right. you like to see? I would rather see them in a place. Look, they're never going to be competitive. Not in my lifetime with with, uh, with, the, with the teams at the top. Never. Uh, and this this program is in as good a shape as it's been in my lifetime. But they're never going to be competitive with the Alabamas and, and you know in the, in the LSU's and all of that because there's too much money. They've been outspent. They've, they've outkicked their coverage. So I'd rather see them in the in a, in, a, in a division where they're actually you know with teams that they actually have a chance to win with. It, 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 it's okay. it's funny, Jack. I, I I agree with you, but sometimes I'm hesitant to express that opinion because you're sometimes you're, you're you're considered like 
defeat us if you if you feel that way. Um, but I think Tulane is in a great position. In the I mean, the problem is that the the AAC may not be the same in a few years. But the current situation. The thing was is even on the lower level for years, Tulane wasn't competitive in Conference USA. Now they've gotten right. to the point where they're building a program where they have a chance to be competitive and have a chance to, to win the American Athletic Conference down the road, possibly, if, if things keep going the way they're going. And with the playoff structure probably opening up um, to, to, to allow a chance for teams like that, I, I think that if, I think if the current structure stays the same, and, and, and like Eric said, things are going to probably change dramatically. And I do think Tulane is in excellent position for where it is because I don't, I don't ever think, no matter who the athletic director is, no matter who the president is, that Tulane's ever going to quite make the commitment that, that the diehard fans want them to, to, to succeed at the very highest level. Um, it just it's, it hasn't happened in the past, um, and, and, I, and I don't see it happening. So I actually I like Tulane's current situation the best. My my worry is that it it, it won't say that. I mean, if, if you're not moving up, a lot of times you're moving down in college football. Yeah, that's true. Your final hey, question. Guys, I, I, the only question about names, image, and likeness. Do you think actually that that will help uh, teams that are that are in relatively large cities like Tulane, like like yes. just what Miami yes. did? They had a local sponsor that's going to pay the whole. I mean, mm-hmm. they have to have an advantage because it just becomes part of somebody's marketing program, you know. They could just Look, uh, Tulane you know. is going to be fine, Jack, because because yeah. of, again, their alumni with deep pockets that own businesses, that are involved in big corporations. Uh, they're going to have an opportunity that maybe some other schools won't uh, be because of, again, uh, uh, with, with the, 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 the alumni base that they have. So. Uh, I think you're 100% right on that. Maybe, again, uh, here in New Orleans, maybe, again, having an opportunity to hook on with, with uh, sponsors. But I think, again, just around the country, based on their on their alumni base. Gary? Yeah, I, I agree. And, I did, and, and on uh, Jack's other point, it is, it is a concern if Tulane ever was in a true, true big boy league. The, the concern would be would Tulane become a, a Vanderbilt situation. Um, yes. And, 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 and that's that's – that's no fun for Vanderbilt fans. I, I, I can I can assure you of that. There's, there's no guarantee it would be that, but but I only think in baseball season. Is. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's tough. I mean, Vanderbilt has no chance ever. No matter what right. the situation is, they're never, ever, 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 ever going to win the SEC East. Yep. Um, and that you don't. That's that's not. That's no fun for fans. Um, yeah. Well, no, it, point well it, taken, yeah. Gary. Honestly, point well yeah. taken on again being a being a a, 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 a medium sized fish fish in a in a small pond. I get it, no doubt about it. Thanks for the phone call, Jack. Thanks We're out of time, Gary. Uh, but yeah. before we let you go, tell the folks about the wave report, how they can follow you on social media. Yep, sure. And I had, and I had another person, a, a subscriber, the wave report, wondering if I was still running the site. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a story up. I talked to a, I mean, Tulane's had an excellent start in their recruiting class this year. Seven of their nine guys by rivals are three stars, which is one of the highest ratings they've ever they've they've ever had. Talked talk to one of them, a tight end from Tennessee. And I'll tell you one thing about this: that having Chip Long on the staff is a huge deal for Tulane. The fact that they have an offensive coordinator who was at Notre Dame and successful is mm-hmm. is, is making a big difference with these players. But I'm. I, I'm back now. I'm going to have. A, I'm planning on having a story on recruits every day, basically this week. The guys I missed that that had committed in the last week. Um, that's Tulane.Rivals.com, um, the, the Wave Report.com, and uh, it, it, it's time. The, the the season's approaching, and 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 I'm and I'm. The coverage is the coverage is coming big time, starting starting Beautiful. tomorrow. <laughs> Thank, thank you, Gary. We'll, t- we'll check in with you next week, and we'll get an update on what's happening on football. All right, that's Thanks Gary Smith. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back with Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show. 
Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good trade pros whether you specialize in service or new construction ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right with over a thousand locations an unmatched selection of specialty products tools and supplies our pro pickup and same or next day delivery you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rock out and rock on with Views Alto, the vape as unique as you are. With Views by you, you can customize yours with four colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. Make Views Alto a vape that is yours in store now. Discover more at Views.com. Views, charge beyond. Vapor products, underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's show brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant in Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Folks, I'm telling you, if you love watching, uh, uh, little people watching, the big picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street are a perfect place for you to sit down and watch the uh, tomfoolery that's going on on Bourbon Street. Plus, again, an authentic uh, 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 courtyard for you, a French Quarter courtyard to be able to dine. It's absolutely beautiful during the day, spectacular at night. And, of course, two, that's right, two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or to have your next event. At, um, at Old New Orleans Cookery, don't forget also, Cajun uh, Creole Cuisine at its finest. Uh, great cocktails. I'll tell you, the mixologists at the Oceana Family of Restaurants are outstanding. And, of course, a great um, uh, menu for you of all your cocktails. You can order online for delivery or check out the menu at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, all part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little LSU. Let's talk a little about Southeastern Conference with uh, our good friend Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. Jordy, how are you? Hey, good to be back. Thanks for having me, man. Good to have you, Jordy. Jordy, first let's start off with, with again, the, the big story, the possibility of Texas and Oklahoma uh, going into an expanded SEC. What do you know? What have you heard? What do you believe is going to happen? Well, I like all of you have heard the same thing that you have. I saw the story break at SEC Media Days while Texas A&M was being presented. I think that was definitely a part of the plan here. Uh, Eric, w- when I look up and see the SEC network, the, the, the television station owned by the SEC giving scenarios on how this would exist when talking about going into a pod system and what the schedule would possibly look like. I think this is, is almost imminent uh, at this point. I, I think that you, people should probably start planning for this. You know, I, I don't think that we've ever seen Greg Sankey as outspoken as he's been over the last couple of weeks. Ross Dellinger had a piece that dropped on Monday at Sports Illustrated that, that really gave a different view of Greg Sankey and understanding the voice and the weight and just the, the scope of his position as the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference. I mean, the SEC feels like they, they are a, a superpower compared uh, to, to, to everybody else who's just playing at normal speed. And, and I think Texas and Oklahoma picking up the telephone and, and asking if they can join is, is a great example of that. Um, but, but I'm just like everybody. I, I've heard the same thing that, that the public has. I, I've seen the same thing that, that, that everybody else has, has read. Um, but, but when I look up and see the SEC network giving scenarios like they were today on how the schedule would look and how you could pod all these, these teams up, I, I think mm-hmm. that really uh, you should almost brace yourself for an announcement here in the next couple of weeks. How do you think this affects college football as a whole? Last time, again, when this happened, it was an arms race. i got to believe it's an arms race once again, that conferences are going to be able to try to hold on to their members if possible. If not, they're going out there to get the best possible member to salvage what they've lost. When the dust settles, what could this look like? Well, I I think it'll feel a lot like the NFL once it really settles. But I think that one thing in which it does present day is it it does – I guess, confirm that the NCAA is dead. It's, it's as good as a dead man walking right now, and, and people are looking for, for ulterior uh, motives and ulterior decisions and, and places that they can play. Um, and, and when Texas and Oklahoma picks up the phone and calls the SEC, if I'm Greg Sankey, I, I'm not necessarily sure if you don't pick up and call Miami and Clemson and see if they want to jump aboard from the East Coast and just make this thing into a superpower. So, 
Um, you know, it, it's it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think you know you probably look at a scenario where the Big Ten and, and the Pac the, the Pac Ten um, talk to one another about reform. I saw where Kevin Warren opened up Big Ten media days when Ohio State was there, saying that he, he would make the same decision he made in 2020 in trying to suspend the football season. Well, I, I can promise you that the Ohio State faithful will not appreciate that that response and that statement today from their athletics director uh, because, you know, when, when when you see what's happening down in the Southeastern Conference and when you see what's happening on the campuses in, in Norman, Oklahoma, and Austin, Texas, uh, it, it, it feels, as Greg Sankey said numerous times earlier this week in, in addressing the Southeastern Conference media, uh, change is a-coming as he was he, he kept going back to the Beatles hit um, time and time again, talking about the change that was on the horizon for college football. What is this? How is this going to affect the group of five? Uh, well, I, that's a great question because you know I, I think that once you put the, um, the these these conferences together, um, that you know the five will no longer exist. And mm-hmm. it, it, look. Eric, I really do think that this is going to look a lot like the NFL, where you could have an AFC and an NFC, and you go through the season and and right. and, and a playoff structure, and 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 the two last standing at the end play for a championship. I mean, I think hmm. that is a scenario that that is is being discussed. You know, I mean, I think a lot of things are being talked about behind closed doors right now, just because of 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 the change that is happening every single day. Um, you know, I, I think that this Texas-Oklahoma stuff, as I told you a couple of minutes ago, I would bet a lot of money on this happening. I mean, yeah. just with the, the, the amount of conversation that is there, the tight-lipped nature of, of Texas officials and Oklahoma officials when, when they're not denying it, right? I mean, this, would, this, this is a simple close the book on the conversation if you're Oklahoma and Texas if it's not true because you just come out and, and, and obsessively say that, we're not going anywhere. Well, they haven't done that. Um, and, and like I said, all I really needed to see today was the SEC network promoting and talking about how this would exist. I mean, they own the content. They own the they own the production there. They're they're not going to put things out there that um, you know at least isn't a talking point in, in, in what could happen. I thought it was a very strong message from the SEC network to to be as bold as they were today in talking about those rumors that just started 24 hours ago. I mean, yes. you know, I mean, that, that, that it, it's, this thing is like wildfire. That's what's about to be my next question. We know that, again, the, the TV contract for Texas and I believe Oklahoma is through 2025. Is that the delay? Would it be a delay here? Or could we see this happening as early as next year? That's what I understand it to be is, is, is the holdup here is, is the media rights because not only does – the Big 12 um, own the, the media rights for the first tier of, of Texas and Oklahoma, which would be, you know, the, the, the top end game. They also own the second tier media rights to, to Texas and Oklahoma, which, you know, really provides a lot of red tape when you're talking about the legalities of this and uh, the language as far as trying to get something done before this would expire in 2025. Now, the same discussion is happening at, at the college football playoff level where the expansion in the playoff is set to happen in 2025. So maybe this is a target date for, mm-hmm. for the change to come. I, I, I imagine that they're exploring opportunities to try to get out of, of, of their commitments a little early, whatever the financial means may be. 
Uh, you know, I mean, you're talking about two of the richest and wealthiest universities, sure. um, you know, in, in, in our country. Uh, and a lot of that based on their football success. Um, so, you know, I'd imagine that they're having that conversation, um, you know, just at the, the speed that this is happening, uh, all the change that is coming. You know, I mean, the, 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 the NCAA losing uh, pretty much all of their power in front, uh, you know, in front of the world a couple of weeks back on on Capitol Hill up in Washington, D.C., and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, really really not being able to gain any type of ownership on name, image, and likeness and yes. seeing the, the, the remarks that Craig Sankey has made in the public and now hearing that Texas and Oklahoma want to jump into this. Uh, you know, it just it, – it, it's tidal waves crashing into the beach for, for college sports and college football. Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show is our guest. Jordy, how much is name, image, and likeness uh, driving this? I don't necessarily know if name, image, and likeness is, is driving this. I think that name, image, and likeness has exploited on, on how ill-prepared the NCAA is for, for what's going on present day in, you know, in, in their product. I mean, they, they don't even know their own product. Um, you know, some of the statements that Mark Emmert was making up in Washington, D.C. in front of the Supreme Court was, I mean, it, it, you, couldn't, you can't classify that anything but embarrassing. For, for for Indianapolis for you know the the home base of the NCAA that was mm-hmm. they were pretty much mocked and laughed off of the stand and, and and then to see them 24 hours before name image and likeness goes into play on July 1st come out and support the the measure I mean how lost and unattached can you really be um, and, and you know I think that's why you're seeing Nil um, you, you're seeing it fall under state law just because they don't yes. The NCAA is they, they they've not given the universities or the athletic departments anything to go on. I mean, they, they, you know, they, they've given them no guidance, no direction. Right. Just kind of saying, here, you guys do it. Well, hold up, you're the one that's making you know the majority of the money off of this. You, you you're not going to have any type of regulation or rules on, on how we're going to on how we're going to function. Um, so you know, I mean, I, I think that NIL above all else is really just kind of shown. Um, you know, just kind of shown how 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 unattached and 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 unaware and just the NCAA is. Talk about how LSU will compete with NIL and with the rest of the big boys in college football. Well, I think they've done a really good job of of just publicly supporting it. You know, I mean, Ed Ogeron and LSU football were 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 very much out in front of this stuff with the promoting. Uh, you know the promotions that they were running on social media, um, the, the the advertising space that they purchased in Times Square to announce their commitment to. You know the campaign was titled N I L S U, um, and and I think that that really kind of shows to recruits that you know LSU is 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 kind of welcoming uh, welcoming this with open arms. I mean Derek Stingley Jr. We were up at SEC Media Days on Monday. We just followed LSU and cut out of there and got back to Baton Rouge on Monday night. But, you know, I mean, I, 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 walk, I walked a lot of, uh, you know, the same rooms that Stingley mm-hmm. did, just kind of following him throughout the day. And, man, I, I guarantee you he took 35, 40 questions on name, image, and likeness. And, um, you know, he's got a deal with walk-ons. He's got more deals uh, that, 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 are, that are coming. Um, and, and he spoke very highly of, of his experience with LSU going through name, image, and likeness negotiations. So, you know, I mean, all of this is about recruiting. I think that, you know, the, 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 it, it'll slow down, um, 
you know, once everything kind of gets figured out and understood and, um, you know, kind of where these things fit in and, 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 and who's making the money. But I think that LSU has, has very much embraced yes. NIL. And for that, they've, you know, they've kind of garnered a little bit of a, a reputation within players as, as somebody that, um, you know, is, is, is allowing their student athletes to maximize every, every opportunity. You had a chance to hear Coach Ogeron and, and of course, um, uh, Declas and Stingley at uh, SEC Media Days. Give us your thoughts. Uh, I thought that uh, they, they really did a good job on uh, on Monday. You know, I mean, I, I think the, the goal of SEC Media Days for, for the overall program is just not to say anything that's going to come back up and get you, but go represent yourself, go represent your school, go represent the program, your state, your family, all of that. Uh, in a first-class manner, and I thought all three guys did. I, I thought that, you know, um, in, in, in both listening to Deculus and Stingley, both guys uh, were very much uh, in the moment and, and, and prepared for the moment. Uh, you know, that, that, that's probably a tough SEC media day to be at compared to, to years past where, you know, mm-hmm. there wasn't one last season. Uh, LSU goes 5-5. Five and five. There's a lot of off-the-field stories. Uh, name, image, and likeness is coming up. The transfer portal's happening. LSU's had some success in the transfer portal. They got stories out there in a public relations standpoint that's really, you know, n- n- not attractive to, to the university or the program. Um, and, you know, I got to imagine there was a little bit of anxiety from an administrative standpoint of just throwing a couple of 20 year olds out there and saying, go represent right. the brand. Um, but I thought they did a phenomenal job. I thought, oh, did a good job too of really kind of just giving uh, enough information on his team to give the rest of the conference an, uh, an idea of who they are, but not enough information to, to, to really give you an identity. Uh, so, you know, I, I thought all in all, it was, it, it was a win uh, for, for the day. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for giving us your time. Uh, tell the folks about your fantastic show, how folks can uh, check it out and how folks can follow you on social media. Anytime, Eric. I appreciate you having me back on, man. And uh, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and JordyColladaShow.com between 7 and 9 a.m. every single day. We got an interview with Trevante Citizen, the latest LSU commit that will be out uh, at some point over the next, uh, over the next 24 hours. So uh, we appreciate the support. We always appreciate joining you, E. So uh, have a great weekend, man. You do the same, my friend, at Jordy Collada on Twitter. Always does a great job up in Baton Rouge. All right, that's uh, Jordy Collada. Uh, don't forget, again, he mentioned the weekend. It's right around the corner, right? Uh, how about uh, reaching for a William Grant product? Henry's Gin, Malaco Tequila, Reka Vaca, hottest spirits on the market. If you're a Scotch drinker, how about Monkey's Shoulder? How about, again, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Valvini Scotch Whiskey, an all-star lineup of scotches for you. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in the world. And, of course, if you love uh, bourbon, how about uh, Hudson bourbon or a fistful of bourbon? Uh, also, don't forget about Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. Of course, those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation. And while you're talking about rum, Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum is part of the portfolio of William Grant. William Grant, independent family distiller since 1887. You can find it at your favorite spirit store. You can find it at your favorite water and hole. You can find it at your favorite restaurant. Reach for a William Grant product. We'll be right back. 
Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeAtInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana with round-the-clock protection at a great price, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to, unlike this unenthusiastic hype man. Okay, everybody, let's make some noise. Put your hands up. Or not. It's your call. Here we go now. Here we go. Switch to progressive today. It is electric in here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. After 100 years of working in, living in, and supporting communities across America, Lowe's understands firsthand the promise of possibility. That's why, as part of its centennial celebration, Lowe's is committed to giving back to 100 communities in a big way. After receiving thousands of submissions, Lowe's has announced the 100 communities where we hope to make an impact. And maybe along the way, inspire others in those communities to give back too. To learn more about the community projects that have been selected, visit Lowe's.com slash 100 Hometowns. In the market for a new air conditioning system, think Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
All right, Burkhart, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And, of course, Burkhart standing behind their work. Uh, 15 trucks in the field, Nate certified technicians, highest certification you get in the industry. And, of course, treating your home like their home. Coming into your home, sitting down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of your air conditioning system. They'll give you some choices. And, of course, then use state-of-the-art equipment to be able to measure uh, your home so you're getting the right tonnage so you can keep your uh, home cool in the winter. And, of course, um, it's cool in the summer and, and warm in the winter. And, of course, also if you have a business, they can handle that for you as well. Industrial, uh, they're the experts. Looking for a new air conditioning system? Think Burkhart, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. I want to thank Gary Smith and also Jordy Collada for joining us in hour number one. Hour number two, we'll have Ali Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights, joining us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, don't forget about the 500th edition of uh, in the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Mike Dettelier is my guest. You can catch that tonight at 6 o'clock on LAE. 10 o'clock on the deuce and of course it'll be up on our social media platforms at eric underscore asher on twitter and eric asher on facebook uh that'll happen uh sure probably about um, uh, an hour or so after the show ends uh this evening uh today's program is brought to you by the oceana family of restaurants oceana grill Mambo's, Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Of course, this half hour has been brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery. Get down to 205 Bourbon Street and enjoy a fantastic meal over at Old New Orleans Cookery. Of course, uh, first of all, great cuisine, fantastic cocktails, two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to have your next event or again to dine in. And, of course, an extraordinary uh, 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 cocktails for you. And uh, a bourbon, when you're talking about Bourbon Street uh, courtyards, uh, fantastic courtyards for you to have your next event or... If you want to dine in, have a few cocktails as well. Find out more. It's nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. All part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, hour number two. We'll, I'll take you the first half hour. Got a bunch of things we want to we want to get into, and then we'll finish up with Alex Sell the bird rights. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. Jessica by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
once. It's time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And inside New Orleans. <laughs> FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every uh, weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you tuning into the program, uh, whether you're listening over the airways on Nash Icon or, again, maybe you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com, or maybe you're checking out our podcast each and every uh, evening or at your leisure, Anchor, all the major podcasting platforms. Thanks so much for, again, checking out our program, and thank you for supporting our sponsors. Remember, Slideshow, the sponsor, sponsor of our, the sponsor of our program, is available for you at ericasher.com. Click on the icon, take it right to the website of our fantastic sponsor. You'll find out everything you need to know about the great sponsor, sponsor of our program. Uh, want to remind everybody that Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights will join us at the bottom of this hour also. Tonight at 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce tonight. Tomorrow night at 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television is the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, our 500th show. Mike Dettelier was my guest, did a fantastic job. Uh, you can also check that out on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Astro on Twitter, Eric Astro on Facebook. That will be put up this evening uh, as well. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open seven days a week. All are open late for you. All have fantastic cocktails, great mixologists, and all have a cuisine, uh, again, that'll knock your socks off. Great menu, something for everyone. And this half hour is brought to you by our friends at o Oceana Grill. want to remind everybody, construction's going on on, on, on Conti Street. They're getting, uh, hopefully they're getting that thing moving and it's going to be open uh, pretty soon. But uh, there's a way right into Oceana. There's signs that take you right there, literally about 
15 steps off Bourbon Street and about maybe 40 or 50 steps off Royal Street. Head on over again, open seven days a week. Voted by uh, uh, TripAdvisors, the top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. I'm telling you, if you are a breakfast aficionado, if you love breakfast like I love breakfast, you've got to try Breakfast at Oceana. 8 a.m. until 1 p.m., so there's no rush to get down there. If you're in the quarter, staying in the quarter, have a late breakfast. Maybe you're heading down to the quarter. Maybe part of your party wants lunch. Maybe you want breakfast. Again, lunch and breakfast overlap, uh, and it's just a fantastic breakfast. Lunch, Cajun Creole design, uh, di- dishes that, that will delight for both lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails for you. And when I tell you they got some uh, incredible mixologists at the Oceana Family Restaurants, man, I tell you what. Uh, that's not hyperbole. <laughs> I mean, some of the best. And some of the cocktails they come out with, oohs and ahs from, from those that are in the dining room. Uh, you can dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. Again, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Five private rooms. That's right, five private rooms. You can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. You can dine there or have your next event. It's time to start events once again. Your steps off Bourbon Street. It's the perfect combination when you want to have an event. Family-friendly, but, again, an incredible dining experience for uh, uh, your friends. Maybe, again, it's date night. Uh, to order online or to check out everything you need to know about Oceana, Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. And uh, proud sponsor of this uh, program uh, for, for many, many years. The Bader Brothers have been really, really good to me. And uh, let me tell you, uh, they do a fantastic job. Everything they seem to touch turns to gold. They do a great job with, again, their restaurants. Uh, you'll never go wrong going to an Oceana family of restaurants. All right, let's jump into it. A uh, lot to talk about over the next, uh, over the next segment or so. Uh, first of all, uh, Willie Green today was, uh, even though he was not named as um, uh, the um, – even though he was not named as uh, the uh, head coach of the uh, Pelicans, uh, he will be named the head coach of the Pelicans uh, on Tuesday. So uh, it's not official today, but again, everybody knows at this point what the deal is with Willie Green. Here's the, here's the, the issue here. Uh, the draft is on Thursday. So we talked about it on the program. He's going to have little or no input into what uh, the, the players that are going to be drafted if the Saints, I'm sorry, if the Pelicans are going to draft a player uh, at, at all. Now, I said this week, and I went back to the 2015 draft, in which, again, the, the uh, Dell Demps um, uh, traded that pick for Omer Ashik and, and Omar Caspi. Um, and, of course, that, that draft, as I went down to the first and second rounds, players that are making huge impacts on their teams this past season. You know, guys that maybe you didn't, you know, that were an afterthought, but as they went into the draft, that ultimately became good players, first and second round players. And uh, so we'll see if they're going to trade that pick and try to get a veteran or if they're going to uh, keep that pick. To me, the way I'm looking at it is if you're on a track to be an NBA champion and you feel like, again, you've sputtered o- over the last couple of years with the hiccups of, uh, that, you know, David Griffin with, again, the, the coaching uh, changes, et cetera. You'll, you're never going to be the 10th pick again. Now, maybe when those Los Angeles picks come up and the Milwaukee picks come up, and, you know, again, uh, way down the line, 24, 25, 26, 27, you know, maybe at that point those teams are down and maybe you get into the top 10 of the lottery again, but you hope that you're never going to be in the lottery. So this might be the last time. So I can see staying put at 10 and getting a player that you know is going to develop into a quality NBA player. But Willie Green's not going to have a lot of input into it. He's going to be, a, again, like you and I. He's going to be watching the draft. 
you know, we've said all along Sam Mitchell's going to be his first assistant. We'll see if that comes to fruition. Again, a, uh, uh, an ongoing uh, relationship with the uh, Williamson family, friends with the father the family, coached him in AAU ball. Uh, he's a, uh, a guy that coached both the Timberwolves and, and, the, and the Raptors, so he's got head coaching um, uh, a background and a guy that is an NBA TV alumni, so that makes him a shoe-in uh, in a David Griffin-led uh, Pelican uh, front office to be on the bench. Just kidding. Look, he's a heck of a coach, and he's a motivator of men. We'll see again how that plays out. We also expect Fred Vincent and Teresa Witherspoon to move up on the bench, giving them an opportunity to move to the front of the bench from the back, uh, which is going to help them uh, down the line if they ever want to get into a head coaching position or, again, for a, a top assistant. So, again, we'll see how that plays out. Saints camp starts next Thursday. Um, no word on anything that has happened in terms of additions to the team as of yet. Uh, Quan Alexander visited the team a couple days ago. Uh, I looked to see on Twitter. Uh, I haven't done it today. I did it yesterday to see what the icon was on his, on his Twitter page. It was still uh, him in a Saints uniform. All indications are the Saints want him. He wants the Saint to be in a Saint. Uh, and then he's going to come back. I guess it comes down to, again, what the contract is going to look like. There are said to be other teams that are interested in Quan Alexander. So hopefully, again, his heart is in New Orleans. Uh, a lot of talk about Xavier uh, Howard uh, of um, – Miami, Stephon Gilmore of, uh, of the New England Patriots, possibly a trade to the New Orleans Saints. We'll see how that shakes out, but nothing has happened up to this point, and they have not filled the defensive tackle position after, again, the loss of uh, David Onyemana to suspension. So we're hanging in there for that. Um, the Superdome uh, and the New Orleans Saints have signed an agreement with uh, Caesars uh, to, again, be the naming rights uh, 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 participant for the uh, Superdome. Uh, for the next 20 years. $10 million a year for about the next 20 years. Uh, and th- there was a lot of talk that, again, Bally's was going to be the brand name. Uh, it is going to be the Caesars Superdome. And let me say this. Um, first of all, I, my first question is, are they going to rebrand Harris as Caesars? Because there was a lot of talk about doing that. And will they move forward with that? Uh, you know, the, the naming rights thing to me, and the, the, because of the iconic name, the Louisiana Superdome, and what it has meant, not just to the city, but again, some of the greatest sporting events in, in the history of, of, of mankind have been played in that, in that building. Uh, I was not in favor of the naming rights, uh, you know, when, when Mercedes-Benz took over. Uh, you know, I just thought it's an iconic name. You leave it alone, much like Lambeau Field, right? Uh, Yankee Stadium. You don't see them, again, putting naming rights there. But let me say this. Um, I got used to the Mercedes-Benz name. And was really, uh, you know, like I said, as a New Orleanian, kind of, a, kind of, kind of pissed off when they went with the new stadium up in Atlanta. Of all stadiums to go to, is to put your name on the stadium in Atlanta. I understand the business side of it. Atlanta's a bigger city. Uh, again, you look at the, the stadium; it's one of the most modern stadiums in in in, in, uh, in the world. But then you look at at the major events that again that we've had here in New Orleans, and those events keep on coming because of the hospitality industry we have here. Uh, that again, uh, they they came in at the right time. The thing I liked about it the most, though, it's a classy name, okay? It, it, it equates the Superdome with class. I can think you could say the same for Caesars as well. I mean, there's something to be said about a recognizable brand like, uh, like Caesar, and I think it's a much more classier name than Bally, so I'm glad they went in that particular direction. But, again, that, uh, that came down today. It's going to be the Caesar Superdome. They had some uh, renderings, I think, if you go to Noel.com to see what it's going to look like uh, going forward. Uh, we've already seen the name come off the side of the dome. They were pressure washing the Mercedes-Benz name off the uh, roof of the dome. They could keep going, by the way, if they don't mind. Don't just 
just take the name off, y'all might want to go ahead and pressure wash the entire roof of the dome. It needs a good pressure washing, that's for sure. And then come back and do it again before the season starts. Nothing is more embarrassing, again, than the dome uh, when, again, you got all that dirt and grime on it as you start a new season of the Saints when you know there's going to be major uh, 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 networks that are going to be here. Uh, they're going to be doing the shots, the, 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 the sky shots of the dome, etc. Uh, let's put our best foot forward there as well. Also, again, before we go to break, yesterday Mayor Cantrell uh, issued a uh, mask advisory, not a mask mandate. We talked about it briefly yesterday. Look, I think this is twofold. Number one, yes, she's trying to stymie uh, the Delta va- variant that, um, again, seems to be uh, moving very, very quickly through the state of Louisiana because we don't have enough people vaccinated. Uh, the other part of this is, and why I think it's a, uh, an advisory and a mandate, it's called an upcoming election, okay? I think people are fed up with, again, having to put on masks. Uh, so he, she has now left this to, again, the individual to do this. It's not a mandate. There's no cop that's going to come out and tap you on the shoulder. They're no longer, allowed, again, putting the restaurants and bars or, again, the shops that you go into in a position where they're telling you you've got to mask up or not come in. It's going to be on, on a person-by-person basis. Uh, but we'll see how it kind of plays out. But I think this is as political as it is, again, uh, worried about uh, the spread of the variant. Now, I'm not saying down the line she won't do an about-face and, and start to put much more stringent um, restrictions on the city because we've seen her do that before. Uh, but, again, for a lot of people, myself included, who got vaccinated, it's a little scary proposition now where now we were told, get vaccinated, don't, you don't have to wear a mask. And now all of a sudden there, there's an about face, at least, uh, again, from those of that or in the so-called leadership position rather than maybe the medical community. We'll see how it plays out down the line here. But I found it interesting that it was an advisory and not a mandate. And, oh, by the way, there's an election in October. We'll take a break. We come back. We'll conversation. Remember, Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights, joins us at the bottom of the hour. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Menory. Look, a lot of folks are going on the road. Uh, maybe you're heading down to Florida, maybe Mississippi Gulf Coast, maybe you're heading down to Bama. Uh, again, maybe you're taking a trip like, like my good friend Gary Smith did and go cross-country all the way to Denver. You've got to make sure your vehicle's in tip-top shape. My friend at Southern Tire can assure that for you, give you that peace of mind. Uh, bring it in the Southern Tire. Let them check your tires, your wheels. Let them get in there and check the engine, engine make sure everything is working correctly. So, again, you got the peace of mind when you hit the road with the family. You don't have to worry about your vehicle. And if there is something wrong, again, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership and ASC certified technicians that will take that care of that for you immediately. And, of course, a large selection of tires and wheels up to 30 inches, and financing is available. Uh, that's Southern Tire. Family owned and operated since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday uh, from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Also, you can give them a call at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. And I'll tell you again, you don't stay around that long, okay, since 1972 unless you're treating your customers right at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Delays are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. 
Look out for delays that are heavy on 10 eastbound from just past the 310 to the airport, and then delays pick back up from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to Canal, and then delays pick back up from Bonneville to Veterans. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your backups are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge, and on the westbound side, your backups are from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway, your delays are heavy from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, especially in the market for a generator. At Burkhardt, they're your generator sales and service experts. Uh, sit down with you, do a consultation, whether it's your business or your home. Find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. 
and then uh, they'll uh, come to an agreement with you, and then I'll put you on the calendar. Single-day install, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. None of this. We're coming in. We're going to start the job. We'll come back in a week or single-day install for you. Uh, worried about the cost? Financing is available. You can finance that over time. And, of course, with power not being able to stay on in, here in the metropolitan area, come on, man. Uh, you got to be a uh, – if you own a home or a business, you almost have to have a generator. And generator sales and service are hot. So, again, um, you got to uh, – if you're looking for a generator, I want you to think about Burkhart. Uh, remember, at Burkhart, they also uh, can service your generator 24-7, 365 service, uh, and a uh, warehouse that's fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Uh, that uh, Look, if you use that generator over 100 hours uh, during the last storm season, uh, you can uh, definitely uh, have Burkhart come out, and they'll get that service for you so you're ready for this next storm season. Generator sales and service, it's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Well, I tell you what. Uh, the Jazz Fest just keeps getting bigger and bigger. What a fall it's going to be. That's another reason, man. Look, I'll tell you before. I don't feel comfortable telling anyone to get a vaccination. I actually had a friend of mine I was talking to last night. He's not vaccinated. And, uh, you know, he was one of the ones when I, him and I were discussing this early in the process, said he was going to go out and get a vaccine. A vaccine. He was going to get vaccinated immediately. Uh, he, takes, he also, again, is a guy that gets a flu shot. I've never taken a flu shot. And I feel uncomfortable trying to be able to push people into getting uh, the vaccine, even though, again, my wife and I got the vaccine as soon as it was available for us. My daughters have the vaccine. My son just got the vaccine, okay? And we pushed him to get the vaccine. Uh, but, I mean, if, I want to be able to get out and enjoy life again. I want to get out and, again, not have to be masking, not have to worry about this, this uh, Delta variant or having to deal with, again, COVID-19. Uh, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Uh, and now adding the, the Rolling Stones to the mix. Are you kidding me? They're doing a fantastic job over at the Jazz Fest. Uh, you know, 2019, we were, we were waiting on it. And, of course, Mick Jagger had the problem with, with the heart ailment. Uh, now they're going to be back for this particular year. And uh, it's going to be really uh, uh, a great Jazz Fest. Look, they've already done a great job. In, in getting some national acts, but also, again, uh, focusing on local acts as well. Uh, the local musicians really were hurting uh, during the COVID-19 shutdown. You know, after Katrina, they had an opportunity to go all over the country, and, of course, they were embraced as New Orleans musicians, so they were able to continue to work. In a lot of cases, when the music stopped, there was, I mean, they had to go to alternative measures to be able to even, again, make ends meet. You know, a lot of stuff that was online. You saw some of the music clubs go online, individually, again, doing stuff through social media. Uh, so a lot of those local acts will have an opportunity to get to the Jazz Fest. Nice payday for them, an opportunity for more and more people to be able to see them, you know, buy their CDs, etc. But it's always good when you can have these major acts like we've seen uh, that where the Jazz Fest has really transformed over the last 20, 20 or so years, trying to bring in the biggest acts that are out there to be able to entertain the folks here in New Orleans and those that come in from around the world. It is going to be a heck of an October uh, for us here in New Orleans. Hopefully folks, again, will we'll continue to get vaccinated and we can eradicate this Delta variant and, and get to the point where we get back to a sense of normalcy because uh, I certainly am looking forward to it. Same thing can be said for the Saints games. You know, it's an indoor arena. Uh, you don't know what the mayor's going to do. Mayor could end up saying at the end of the day, look, you got a mask up to go in. She could put, put a, uh, a determination on, uh, you know, how many people can go into the dome. And that would really frustrate a lot of people, uh, especially those of us that have been vaccinated. 
who feel like, again, we went out and did, the, did what we needed to do to be able to try to uh, get this uh, city and this state and this country back to a sense of normalcy. And then, you know, a lot of that motivation was to be able to have, uh, have a chance to be able to get out to a ball game, get out to a festival, get out there and enjoy a great meal at one of our great restaurants, or head out to your favorite bar and enjoy a few cocktails with friends. So, again, hopefully uh, we'll get through this and we won't see another uh, spike like we're seeing this fourth spike and we could get over to Jazz Fest and then into the September and October and, and enjoy what we're great at, which, again, is fantastic hospitality, not just for those that come in from out of town, but for those of us that live here as well. Hey, speaking of hospitality, speaking of a few cocktails, don't forget about my friends at William Grant, Hendrix Gin, Malaco Tequila, Reka Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Uh, man, I tell you what, if you haven't tried them, you've got to try them. Ask your favorite mixologist or do what I've been telling you to do now for about the last couple months. My good friend George Loriana uh, talking about this. And I think it's a perfect idea. Go get the little airplane bottles. They're now legal in Louisiana. Uh, give a taste to, again, our great products. Whether, again, it's our scotch lineup with Monkey Shoulder, Glen Fittich, uh, that Balvini, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey. Again, an all-star lineup of scotches. Whether, again, you're a rum drinker and you want Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum or Sailor Jerry rum, helping out our troops. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum personal Louisiana, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation. Uh, maybe, again, you're a, a, a bourbon lover like myself. Uh, Fistful of Bourbon, it's a fantastic bourbon. Hudson Bourbon, another great bourbon. Uh, and, and, of course, don't forget about uh, Telemundo Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling uh, Irish whiskey in all the world, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. And that's just the, you know, that's just their base lineup. When you start kicking it up to, again, uh, the, 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 the expansion of the portfolio with each brand, man, you're getting into some great products. William Grant, uh, independent family distiller since 1887. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, also Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, Mambo's. Uh, make sure you get out there and enjoy a, a great meal, create some cocktails at the Oceana family of restaurants. Ali Cassell joins us next from the Bird Rights. Don't go anywhere. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory & Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu, dine in one of our dining rooms, in our courtyard, on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. 
That's Mambo's Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems? We can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light, and give you possible solutions, verified by licensed technicians. You'll even get detailed results sent straight to your email so you have them when you need it most. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. The free fix finder service, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. More details at AutoZone.com. What makes the perfect workout? Being able to ride, lift, and stretch in one place with motivating instructors. Y'all look so good out there, Peloton. Classes that always work around your busy summer schedule. Push, Peloton, you've got 20 minutes of opportunity on this ride. Instructor-curated playlists for every mood. Let's turn it up, come on! Now what if you had it all? Ride at home. The Peloton bike. Nothing like working out from home. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Mambo's. That's right, part of the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street, three floors. What I'm telling you right now is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, the Beta Brothers went in, took an old, decrepit strip club that was nothing but problems on, on, on Bourbon Street, and they transformed it into this beautiful restaurant and bar. Bars on every single floor. Uh, the, 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 the look is just beautiful with the barge boards. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And, and then, of course, you can dine in an authentic French Quarter Courtyard, as I mentioned before. It, it Look, it's beautiful by day, but spectacular by night. Uh, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Uh, magnificent cocktails. I'm telling you, the cocktails are incredible. Uh, you can uh, also uh, dine or have uh, drinks on their Bourbon Street balcony. And uh, you got to come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Are you kidding me? The sight lines are incredible. It's amazing. And, of course, it's the perfect night out for uh, friends where you want to get a bunch of friends together. Uh, maybe, again, uh, you and your significant other. Or, again, just your family getting away uh, and, and enjoying a great meal. They have lunch and dinner available seven days a week. Fantastic cocktails as well. To find out more, you can order online for delivery or go to mambonola.com. And, of course, when you finish, then you got to go right next door. Live music at the Hideout Bar. Uh, it's, a, it's a French Quarter courtyard, authentic French Quarter courtyard that has, again, uh, a live music for you as well as great food and drinks. You can make it a night at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar right there on Bourbon Street. Again, 411 Bourbon Street. Uh, make your next memory at Mambo's and also the Hideout Bar. Hey, one more, one more note for you. Uh, before we get off the Jazz Fest. Uh, for those that are just tuning in, I mentioned that the Rolling Stones are coming to Jazz Fest this year. It's going to be a special um, um, event. It's going to be on a Wednesday, October the 13th, 
So it's going to be separate from, again, the, the regular days of Jazz Fest, much like they were going to do when the Stones were coming back in 2019 uh, for the uh, anniversary uh, of the, the Jazz Fest. So, again, uh, you have to probably get out there and get your tickets uh, to enjoy the Rolling Stones. I'm not sure if Ali Gassel's going to be at the Jazz Fest on October the 13th to, to be able to enjoy the Stones, but he's definitely with us right now. Ali, how are you? I'm doing great, Eric. Thank you. And I do hope to be there, but who knows if it'll happen. <laughs> October 13th, the season. Uh, no, wait. Uh, it'll be starting. The season this year will start, what, in the end of October? Yeah, right. Or the middle of October. October. By the middle of October, right? right? That's where that, Before the pandemic, they had moved things to the middle of October. Exactly. That's right. Third week, I, I believe, something around the 21st, something in that neighborhood. Well, you and I have been talking about it for weeks now. Again, it's the worst-kept secret in, in the history of the world. That's Willie Green is going to be the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans, a press conference on, on uh, Tuesday at 11 a.m. to introduce him. Uh, we've kind of bantered this about. The one thing I'm interested in is that, look, he's coming very, very late in the process here. The draft is on Thursday. Obviously, he's not going to have a tremendous amount of input in the draft. So what, what, where do you think he – how does he jump in this thing now with, again, things that have already been kind of settled as far as, again, what they're looking for in terms of the draft? Maybe he's a little bit more in, uh, intimately involved in free agency, which is a little bit later on. But as far as the draft goes, I can't see him having much input. No, Eric, we can't. And for the simple reason that besides the time crunch is the fact that with all these workouts that the Pelicans and every NBA team is holding, right, they're pretty much bringing in – almost just about everybody because the Pelicans range is vast. They're going to have the 10th pick and four second rounders, but they could also move up in the draft, maybe fall back in the draft. So like I said, I've heard about 20, 25 names and usually you want your head coach there. Uh, so he can have a good eye on, on seeing all the proceedings. But the fact that of course, Willie Green was busy with the Phoenix Suns in the NBA finals, he didn't get that chance. So you're right. I don't expect too much input other than maybe, you know, going over some film, maybe, you know, Griff or somebody within the front office, maybe even some assistants who have worked out these players, just telling them what they saw. And then, of course, Green giving a little bit of input on what he likes, what he, where he probably feels, right, the roster could use some help specifically and stuff like that. But, you know, there's not going to be any groundbreaking kind of analysis by Willie Green, nor should we expect it. Let's talk about the 10th pick. I'm of the opinion that if your trajectory is to be in the playoffs next year, and then to be able to work your way up to, again, what we saw what Phoenix did by getting into the NBA Finals and hopefully what Milwaukee did, which win the, win the, win the whole thing, is you're probably not going to be in the lottery again. This is probably your last ch- chance to get that, that again, a, a pick that's going to be as high as the 10th pick. Uh, I think they need to hold on to the pick. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I love that thought process, Eric, because guess what? That's exactly what the Atlanta Hawks did last season. A lot of people, a lot of other teams thought that they were going to trade their sixth pick in uh, the 2020 draft simply because they wanted to get in the playoffs. They already had enough young guys. But guess what? They had that mentality. We found that afterwards to where they probably figured this was going to be their last lottery. So let's add some talent on the cheap. That's really good. And they end up grabbing um, Onyeka Okonwu, who's a really great center. Unfortunately, he's now out for the last six months due to an injury. But he showed up really well in the playoffs, and I think he's going to be one of the better centers, a future starter in this league. So they did right by them. And you're right. I think that analogy makes a lot of sense for the Pelicans, especially even though I doubt, you know, we'll see Kyra, Nikhil, or Jackson get moved. You still think that, hey, let's get some more talent in. But if they were to get moved, then I think without a doubt, you need to go ahead and grab that 10th pick and turn it into something that's going to be here long term. 
But either way, Eric, no, I, I'm kind of with you. And here's another thing. This is a pretty good draft. Where I, I feel like yes. from everybody I've talked to, people say that what well, it's roughly about an 11 to 12 player draft. So the Pelicans can grab a really good player. And what I mean by really good player is a guy that can be a starter, a long, uh, long time starter in this league. I agree. And, you know, that, again, that second-round pick uh, or, the, or the, the combination of second-round picks, you know, I know, that again, they're young. But, uh, look, you look at the San Antonio model. Stash some guys. If you can't get value for those picks by trading them or adding them to a deal, to be able, again, uh, bring in some veterans, then at that point, stash those picks, man. Stash some of those players that overseas, and hopefully uh, that they will develop and you can see a pipeline like we saw with San Antonio. Right, and Eric, I know that they, that's how they think. Last year, I know that they had their eyes on a few guys, but they got beaten to the punch for a staff and um, stash and, or draft and stash candidates. And so, when you get beaten the punch, obviously you can't do that. So that's why they moved pretty much every, all of their picks after uh, using the first one on Kyra Lewis. And so, yeah, with four second rounders, you would hope that maybe there is somebody that'll fall to one of those spots. That way, you can mm-hmm. stash them because. You've got enough young players on this roster. You've got to fill up the remaining roster spots with serviceable guys that can help you now. And just filling it up with, you know, second rounders isn't the way to go. You would love to stash at least one. Because, look, Didi's on the precipice of maybe being a rotation player. And sure. by going that long route, sending him to Australia, it's really helped his development to where you didn't, he didn't have to waste time here in the NBA. But work himself up uh, elsewhere, and that's what he's done. So that would be a great model to follow for sure. Yep, no doubt. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, what you think they're looking for in this upcoming draft. Without a doubt, you've got to think it's got to be either uh, shooting, which is number one on top of their uh, priority list in building around Zion and Brandon Ingram. And also, I think the backcourt, even though you're hopeful about Kyra and Nikhil, I feel like uh, Eric Bledsoe definitely will never play another game. Lonzo Ball, I think there's a really good chance he won't either. To where I'm more than 50% now on feeling he's going to be gone. So that's not enough guards for this roster. And you're not even sure if Nikhil and Kyra are quality starters in this league. So I'll be looking because that's, that's the game today. Every single good team seemingly has a guard that can take over and uh, you, you know lead your team in the playoffs to some big wins. And I don't think the Pelicans are anywhere close to you know being able to count on somebody yet. So... I would heavily look in also grabbing maybe a guard or two um, in this league. Or just find somebody, Eric, that's going to help you uh, basically fill out the weaknesses around Zion and B.I., which, of course, I mean defensively, right? You still need some ball movement, but, of course, major league defense. Because the Pelicans on the ball defense, point of attack defense, was horrible. I think it was one of the worst because they absolutely didn't have one guy in the roster you can count on locking somebody down, right? Stopping penetration and the pain and such. So that would be great. So that's why I'm looking majorly, honestly, because where they fall at number 10, Franz Wagner, we've talked about at length on your show, Moses Moody. Mm -hmm. It would be great if maybe, say, Jalen Johnson would fall because it sounds like he's really moved up. Um, But just some kind of long wing that you can rely on defensively is maybe probably where they're going to be headed for at number 10. A lot of rumors about Kyle Lowry this week. How much uh, do you put into that? Few. You know, at first it was kind of exciting because even, you know, the major outlets or national media types like Mark Stein were mentioning it. So without a doubt, the Pelicans are looking under rocks because that, that just gives you more incentive, right, in believing that Lonzo Ball is definitely gone. So the Pelicans know they need at least a, some kind of a short-term gap to bridge to uh, both either Kyra or Nikhil. 
when they, uh, either one of those could be ready to handle or assume those duties. So while they're looking, I don't have much hope that they would land a guy like Lowry. First of all, Eric, they would have to significantly, I think, outbid of wherever he is probably going to end up, whether it's Philadelphia or Miami. Mm-hmm. And how much sense does that make for the Pelicans to throw maybe $90 million, right, a three-year deal, right. $90 million, at a guy that's 35, pushing 36, who was really declining, right? Last year he actually had a kind of a bounce-back year, but the prior two years, shooting percentages, everything's kind of been trending downwards, and that's just going to happen. So it doesn't make much sense to tie up that much. Now, if they could sign Kyle Lowry for one year, say maybe – I wouldn't mind $30 million just for one year, but anything long-term, you got to think that'll probably come back and, you know, bite them where, you know, in the rear end and such. But bottom line, Kyle Lowry is probably not going to want to come here. That's the number one issue. And so if he doesn't agree to a sign and trade, there's really nothing New Orleans can do to get him over here because they're not going to have the cap space to sign him outright or, or track him. And like I said, make sure that they've got even a better situation to offer than some of these other contenders serious contenders for the playoffs, like I said, Philly or Miami. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, and, and of course, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Don't forget about the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late for lunch and dinner. And grab a cocktail at the Hideout Bar as well. Um, he's an unrestricted free agent coming up, right? So as, as you mentioned, it, it's, uh, you know, again, you got to get into a bidding war with maybe some of these top teams that maybe are a player away. They could utilize that, and maybe he takes a little less money at, at a contender as well. Right, Eric. I mean, we're, when we're already hearing what he's going to command, even somewhere 20 to $25 million, and a team like Miami or Philly is ready to pay him that, why wouldn't he go there, right? He's a guy towards the end of his career, may have another two or three really kind of just pretty good years left in the tank. And so wouldn't you want to win a championship? Wouldn't you want to win another ring? Because odds are it's not going to be another Chris Paul situation here. While everybody wants to believe that, right, add a veteran point guard to a bunch of talent, maybe the Pelicans could have a turnaround season, kind of like the Phoenix Suns, but I just don't see it. One, Chris Paul is a much better player than Kyle Lowry, honestly. And number two, Phoenix's talent was ready to win. We saw that with that 8-0 run in the bubble. Pelicans did not end last season very well at all. How much do you think this roster changes? A lot, Eric. I expect at least two of the starters to be gone. So we're going to see at least two new different faces in that starting lineup. So Zion, Brandon Ingram, pencil them in. It's pretty easy to figure out that two of the three then, either Stephen uh, Adams, Eric Bledsoe, or Lonzo Ball. And like I said, I'm almost positive Eric Bledsoe's gone. feel like Lonzo Ball could be gone. And Stephen Adams' name keeps getting thrown about. So if there's yes. a deal out there where Griff could use Stephen Adams' salary, and say he can't move off of Eric Bledsoe or maybe even Lonzo, then Steven would be the one to go. But Griff has promised a lot of changes, I feel like. That's been really in the rumor mill. Pelicans need to make the playoffs, and, and that starting lineup just really didn't cut it at all. So, like I said, True. you have two, two faces. I'm expecting two new faces next year. How much uh, do you uh, uh, believe in some of the rumors out there about Damian Lillard? None. <laughs> Honestly, none. I think that Damian Lillard is going to give the Portland Trailblazers to at least a trade deadline, probably even their entire season, because unless they get off to a horrendous start, which I don't imagine them doing, unless really injuries kill them. Um, therefore, Dame's probably going to give them the full year. But, again, it's almost a Kyle Lowry situation. So if even Damian does decide to go out there um, and, and want to go uh, move to a different team, I don't think the Pelicans would even be on his list, right? I don't think they'd even make his top five. And from everything I've been hearing and reading, they wouldn't. 
So I, I, I will give that chance maybe less than 1% of this coming to fruition within the next year. We've seen Anthony Davis traded to the Lakers. They win a championship. Drew Holiday is traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. They win a championship. How much of a splash does Griffin have to make, considering, again, two coaches in, uh, in now, now three coaches in three years? Uh, again, coming now, this coming out, that you know he is a guy that we, you know, we heard collaboration when he got the job, but I don't think anybody talked about uh, you know, collaboration to the extent where minutes, rotations, uh, again, grow, uh, talking about, again, how players are going going to be developed, etc. You know, to be able to be hands-on like that. Um, but with that said, what are, you, what are your thoughts there? I mean, when you look at this situation, um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, Eric, so that is the trend in the NBA. General managers, front offices have more say-so because they have more belief and given more power to the stats, the analytical type of guys that are crunching numbers. And I know that the Pelicans have somebody that actually acts as a go-between uh, with mm-hmm. the data that they produce and come up with okay. and the coaching staff, right? So that's very important in today's game. So therefore you kind of are influencing the coach's decisions or helping him make decisions based on what analytics say. And I, I think pretty much every team does that, at least to some degree. But as far as Griff really having ideas uh, for the roster, it, it, it can be a little bit daunting or scary to think about because he hasn't really shown the success, right, in putting together these True. rosters. So now you also want you also want to trust them to basically make the decisions on who's playing and what rotation should be. Again, while I don't personally like it, I just know that it does the same scenario is around in other situations in other cities. So it's not out of the ordinary. I just think it's something that we have to live with and hope for the best. But at least I know that Willie Green is on board with it. He wouldn't have taken right. this job. Had he not liked it, Eric, he would have ended up you know, pulling a Jacques Vaughn, basically, who probably right. didn't like that situation. Probably didn't That's like it. No, I agree with you. Rejected it. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm with from you. That I'm with you there. Respect, I don't think that's a problem. No, Griff's biggest thing and, and that he's got to get right, as you alluded to when you started with a question, he's got to make a splash that's going to actually yes. pan out. It hasn't worked out so far in his first two years, but it's got to this year. There's no more excuses left. So you're talking big-time free agent of some, in some sort, somebody that's going to make an impact on this team. That's going to be box office as well. They're going to be a name that people know. I mean, not, not just a peripheral guy like an Eric Bledsoe or something like that, a guy that somebody that, again, when you say Pelicans, oh, oh wait, a Zion, Brandon Ingram, and such and such. Exactly, Eric. They've got to make a splash like, you know, the Suns did with uh, Jay Crowder. The Clippers did with Nicholas Batum when he was yep. waved by the horn. Great, great comparison. You got to pick up somebody that's going to help you, give you twenty, what twenty-four to twenty-eight minutes of mm-hmm. reliable, positive impact, and get at least several of those guys. And you still have to figure out if you're moving on from Lonzo. And you, and I know that there's no way they're going to trust Kyra and Nikhil to be the starting backcourt. I know that was a rumor floating out there as well. I don't yep. believe Griffin's ready to do that. I just think that's a long-term view. Of, of what they want to see unfold. But as far as starting day one uh, next season, that's not going to be it. So you've got to find a serviceable to good replacement for Lonzo, at least for the short term. I think that's why we heard Kyle Lowry's name. But if we, if it's not him, I mean, will they chase Mike Conley? Which, I, mm-hmm. again, is another super unlikely right target. But that's kind sure. of what they probably are thinking. Ali, um, 
Milwaukee wins the uh, NBA championship as a small market. Phoenix, again, uh, considered not, not one of the major markets out there. Uh, the super teams were not involved this time around with, um, with the NBA championship. Does that change the landscape of the NBA now? Does that make uh, small market teams more viable, or are we going to go right back to the super teams next year and when it will be the have and have-nots again? No, I think that this was wonderful because it, it um, basically affirmed where this, you know, today's not just the league is headed, but this entire world. So where you don't have to be in a big market to get your brand out there because of social media, because of the connectivity one person has, no matter where they are in this world, everybody else doesn't makes for, you know, you, you could play in, you know, the most obscure city in Alaska and still pretty much be able to probably sell the same amount of products right today. So, no, I, and, and like I said, I think Milwaukee winning this really affirms that. And Giannis, you know, being probably a great symbol of that, saying I didn't want to go to any super team, right? Um, talking about how he wanted to stay in Milwaukee to get it done and the fact that he did and the fact that, you know, P.J. Tucker trusted the situation enough to go up there in the middle of the season and whatever other veterans they added. So all of that, I think, is helpful. So to where when, when you're looking around the league now, all you've got to really consider is, is that team in position to win, right? So can, can I follow uh, the suit of the way the Suns went and the Bucks and yes. end up in kind of a similar situation to where, you know, hey, they could turn around and we can legitimately go to the finals. I think that's now going to be the biggest thing on a lot of these players' minds. It's not going to be that big market lights anymore because they know that they can win probably in a lot of other markets, not just at the L.A.s and New York's. Hopefully that will uh, come to fruition. Ali, tell us about the bird rights, how folks can follow you on social media. Sure, you can catch all of our work over at SB Nation. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And you can follow us along both on Twitter and on Facebook or myself personally as well under my full name. Thank you, my friend. Always appreciate uh, your time. Next week, got a lot to talk about between Willie Green's introduction, finding out for sure who his, um, uh, his benchmates will be, his assistant coaches, and then, of course, the draft on, uh, on, on Thursday as well. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. You too, Eric, and everybody else out there. I like to sell the bird right. Say, don't forget about Burkhart. Uh, if your AC breaks down over the weekend, I'm telling you, do not sweat it. Just think Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Wait a minute. Think acpromise.com. That's a little easier, isn't it? AC com acpromise.com 15 trucks in the field 30 minute curse call before they come to your home and that's that's a lifesaver you don't sit home all day long waiting on the tech especially the weekend you want to get out got to take care of some uh chores maybe get out there and, and, and enjoy the day when you when they call you they'll come to your home and they'll take care of your situation immediately again only doing the work that's necessary never gouge you never cheating you nate certified tech there's higher certification in the industry more importantly honesty reliability that's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Air conditioning breaks down. They're authorized to service all brands. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good come join us at old new orleans cookery 205 bourbon street open late serving lunch and dinner seven days a week have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic cajun creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard two bourbon street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event 
Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Attention, if you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance. And you'd better watch out because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let tax debt destroy your life you need to call optima tax relief the number one tax resolution firm they are experts in the fresh start initiative one of the biggest breaks the irs has ever offered if you qualify you could save thousands Optima's resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for their clients. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Today's program brought to you by... The Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. Remember, all are open seven days a week. All are open late for you. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner at, at Oceana. Lunch and dinner at uh, the rest of the restaurants and fantastic cocktails as well as food and music over the Hideout Bar. Get out there and enjoy your weekend. Get out there and enjoy any time. And again, the Oceana Family of Restaurants. I uh, want to thank our guests today, Alec Cassell of the Bird Rights, Gary Smith of the Wave Report, Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, uh, Rudy back at studio. want to thank you guys for tuning into the program. Thanks so much for checking out our show. Uh, remember, the podcast will be up shortly after the program ends today. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, coming up at 6 o'clock, uh, the award-winning Inside the Wallen Stores. Mike Detelier will join us. It's our 500th show. Uh, make sure you check that out. Coming up next, keep it locked right here on uh, 106.1 FM. It's the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Ken Trahan and Pastor Michael Green. So they got you covered over the next hour. Have a wonderful weekend, New Orleans. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Without a fight, better know that right.